Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Sorella Braverman, who keeps leaking official documents to her email address and is less suitable as a candidate for Home Secretary than, I don't know, Freddy Krueger... Jar Jar Binks, yesterday delivered an absolutely nauseating performance in the House of Commons. Brace yourself. The British people deserve to know which party is serious about stopping the invasion on our southern coast and which party is not. Some 40,000 people have arrived on the south coast this year alone, many of them facilitated by criminal gangs, some of them actual members of criminal gangs. So let's stop pretending that they are all refugees in distress. The whole country knows that that is not true, and it's only the honourable members opposite who pretend otherwise. Madam Deputy Speaker, we need to be straight with the public. The system is broken. Illegal migration... Illegal migration is out of control, and too many people are more interested in playing political parlour games... ..covering up the truth than solving the problem. Where do you begin? Invasion. Invasion. Now, that term used to describe, let's not forget, some of the most desperate people on the face of the earth. That is the language of the unapologetic far right. Let's just be completely honest about it. Fascists. The sort of stuff you'd expect from the National Front or the British National Party being uttered by the Home Secretary of the country. It's supposed to conjure up this image of a hostile, violent force rampaging across our shores in order to subjugate us. The truth, obviously, is completely different. Overwhelmingly desperate people, impoverished people, many of whom have suffered the sorts of traumas that, very fortunately, you and I are likely never ever to encounter, often fleeing wars, persecution, tyranny, and I should add, horrors that all too often our own governments are directly complicit in. Now, these are the facts. Let's stick to the facts, because what the government try and do is strip these facts, or any facts, or any reality from this discussion in their desperate, cynical, and transparent attempts to play to the most base, grim, and cruel elements of the human character. Now, around 86% of the world's refugees are hosted by poor countries. These are countries with the least resources, the least infrastructure, the least ability to look after the world's most vulnerable people. That means rich countries, such as our own, only take in a tiny fraction of this humanity, this tide of humanity driven from their homes, even though many of these countries, I will keep making this point, are directly complicit because of the wars and brutal dictatorships which they support, which cause people to flee their homes. Now, rich countries overall 
don't even come close to pulling their weight. But what about our country? What about Britain? Let's compare us to other European countries. So in the year ending September 2021, Germany received nearly three times as many asylum applicants as we did, and France well over twice as many. In 2021, as of 2021, Britain had around 136,000 refugees. Compare that to Turkey, which had 3.7 million. Now, the old kind of canard here, what always comes up is, well, why don't they just stop it, France? France is a safe country. What's the problem? Now, as I've pointed out, just the basic statistics, most do stop it, France, or indeed other European countries. They don't cross the channel. The vast majority don't do that. Now, of those who do, I think it's instructive. For example, I went to a refugee camp in Calais a few years ago, and those I found there overwhelmingly spoke English. Maybe it was from a former colony, uh, countries colonised by our country, such as, I don't know, Sudan. But in any case, they overwhelmingly spoke English and or had community links in Britain, for example, uh, relatives. Now, obviously, if you flee your home, which is something which obviously the most desperate circumstance in order to do, leave everything behind, in hope of a secure existence, and you have the choice of a country where you just don't speak the language at all. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I mean, what hope for your future? Your, your future is obviously extraordinarily limited if you're unable to communicate in the country in which you live. And you had a choice between that country and a neighbouring country where you do speak the language, where you at least have a hope, like some hope of a future existence for you and maybe even your family. What are you rationally going to do? That's why a tiny fraction, and we're talking a tiny fraction, of those refugees who arrive in Europe come to Britain. So it's a tiny fraction, and that's why they're coming here for overwhelmingly, that's why. Now, Braverman's suggestion that these are marauding criminal gangs, that's what she's trying to implant in the consciousness of the British public, is a lie, because more than 80% of those asylum seekers coming here are ultimately granted asylum. And given how high the threshold is, for being granted asylum, given what you know, what you have to prove, if you like, that just shows how overwhelmingly, utterly desperate the cases are 
of those who are arriving here. Now, despite the promises of Brexit, remember, oh, we'll get control of our borders, etc., etc., is the deteriorating relationship with other EU countries, not least France, of course, that's led to growing numbers coming across the channel, as well as and this is absolutely critical, the lack of safe legal routes to come here because the government has tried to make it impossible for safe legal routes for those fleeing war, persecution and other desperate circumstances. Now, Suella Braverman says, you noted probably, I'm sure you heard, she said the system is broken. So who's been in government for 12 years? Are you, what, are you... Are you just, I mean, just taking the piss quite clearly. Who broke the system? These guys have run the country for 12 years. And I would note 12 years of constant migrant and refugee bashing. So if that approach works, because that's what they're doubling down on. If that approach works, why hasn't it? And that brings us to the Manston Processing Centre, the migrant, the refugee processing centre in Kent, where 4,000 people, asylum seekers, twice the official capacity sleep on floors in obviously therefore desperately overcrowded circumstances. The vast majority not with beds, just match, just um, blankets, sorry, thrown on the floor. Now they're only supposed to stay there for 24 hours legally. The Home Secretary stands accused of ignoring legal advice that is against the law to keep them there. But they've been staying there often for, for four weeks in these completely desperate, inhumane conditions, causing outbreaks of diphtheria and scabies. And the government has refused to disperse these asylum seekers to hotels. And it's come out that it's been suggested, uh, senior government sources have leaked, that's because Suella Braverman did not want them sent to conservative areas. Now, as the local Tory MP Sir Roger Gale puts it, that facility operated fantastically until five weeks ago, until the Home Secretary took the policy decision not to commission further accommodation. And it's that that has led to the crisis at Manston. As Gail also says, the overcrowding was done deliberately and is a policy decision. Now, we're told these are all Albanian men because Albanian men are demonised and all the rest of it. But as local refugee campaigners who I've spoken to actually visited the camps and they saw families with young children and actually sent photos of these families with young children, but they asked them where they were from and they shouted back, Syria, Afghanistan, Iran, places of terrible violence and persecution. And this is the reality of the situation. Let's just be absolutely frank. Britain has a broken social model. Britain's is, Britain is one of the wealthiest nations on the face of the earth. It has huge resources and wealth. It is able to provide a comfortable existence for all of its citizens if it chooses to do so. It chooses not to. Instead, it allows wealth to be concentrated in the hands of a tiny few and leaves millions of people in desperately insecure circumstances. It doesn't provide affordable housing for all or even close. It doesn't provide secure jobs for millions of people. It doesn't provide well-resourced public services. Instead, it imposes slash um, and burn cuts on them. It doesn't provide rising living standards. We've had the longest squeeze in living standards since the Napoleonic age. Now, in those circumstances, we should be angry, of course, with our politicians. And our politicians know that. They know they're responsible. They know they're culpable. So instead, what they do is try to redirect our anger away from politicians and the powerful and those who are at the top of the society do very well under this government, under this political elite. And instead, they encourage us to blame migrants and refugees for all of these problems instead. They're not responsible for these problems. They're not the ones who are avoiding tax on an industrial scale. They're not the ones who are imposing slash and burn cuts on our public services. Uh, they're, not, they're not the ones who aren't building housing in this country, not least council housing, leaving people languishing on social housing waiting lists often uh, for years at a time. 
These are all problems caused by our politicians, as is the lack, for example, of secure jobs. Industry ripped from this country, not by asylum seekers, not by refugees, not by migrants, but by government policy decisions. That's who we need to be angry at. And if we allow Suella Braverman, someone who is a pantomime right-winger, who is attempting to make us as angry as possible and hateful towards the most vulnerable people on the face of the earth, then we let the real people off the hook. That's what this is really all about. And it necessitates stripping humanity away from these desperate people. And we are suckers if we go along with it, because that's what Braverman and her ilk are trying to make us do. Please like, subscribe. I'll see you next time. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.